Hi, this is Eve Decker. Welcome to my podcast, Loved, Mindful and Musical Perspectives on Daily Life. Episode 7, Integrity in Challenging Times. When we feel fear, grief, anger, frustration, or even boredom, our minds can offer different strategies to try to lessen the stress. For the sake of our own inner peace, it's very wise to consider which strategies for managing stress will actually support our well-being and which strategies will undermine our well-being. Here are two brief and very incomplete lists of things people do all the time to try to relieve their pain. As I read these to you, Consider the impact on your own long-term peace if you were to choose any of these. List number one. Go to nature. Practice present moment awareness through meditation or yoga. Contact a friend. Intentionally think about things you're grateful for. Practice a craft or art form. Learn something. Support someone or something, like a person, animal, or plant. Take good care of yourself with kind inner words and self-caring actions. List number two. Yell at someone. Overuse food, alcohol, drugs, or the internet. Criticize someone directly or on social media. Criticize yourself. Hoard things or crave things, imagining we won't be happy unless we have more stuff. Spend a lot of time thinking about how awful things are. Unfortunately, the second list is as common as dirt. If you practice any or all of the strategies in the second list, do not feel bad. You are not alone. Most of us turn to some or all of these strategies sometimes. Not because there's anything wrong with us, but because so many of us have never completely understood that our short-term strategies for relieving stress actually add to our stress. The Buddha famously taught the parable of the two arrows. He said that in life there's inevitably some pain for us all. When stress comes, it's like someone has shot us with an arrow. And because we're not thinking it through, we believe will lessen the pain of the first arrow by shooting another arrow at ourselves or someone else. For example, if I'm stressed out and I blame myself for not being good enough or I numb out with too much food or other substances, I'm distracting from the first arrow by doing something that won't help me in the long run. Or if I'm stressed out and I blame someone else going on the attack and doing or saying something mean. Again, I'm distracting myself from my own stress by creating more stress. We humans keep on shooting second arrows all the time because in the short term it seems to work. We're distracted from the original stress. Our fear, our uncertainty, our sorrow fades from view as we focus on this new stress. But what we're actually doing when we shoot a second arrow is keeping ourselves on a hamster wheel of stress, 
we keep creating more and more stress. We're living through a global time of great uncertainty and suffering. There's so much happening that's beyond our control. What we can control, at least to some extent, is how we respond to our stress. Kindness, care, patience, and other qualities that have long been considered virtues throughout all cultures deeply serve us and our own happiness, as well as having a positive impact on the people and other creatures around us. The Buddha talked a lot about what he called the bliss of blamelessness. He observed that when people practice kindness and non-harming, they feel happy. He said, virtue should be reflected upon as the basis for joy. Virtue is praised by the wise as the root cause for freedom from remorse and the basis for security. We can look at our own behavior, not based on ideas of good and bad, but just observing which actions prolong my stress, which actions lead to greater ease. Is this action potentially supporting me or hurting me? And if we're not sure, we watch and we learn. It's important in this process not to engage with shame or blame. We don't need to practice kindness and care for the sake of an external authority. We can practice kindness to help ourselves feel more ease in uncertain times. As we have the direct experience of the way that kindness helps us feel better, we'll feel motivated to continue with the effort. Words that are often used to describe efforts towards kindness are virtue, ethics, and integrity. The word integrity has two main definitions in the dictionary. The first is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. The second definition of integrity is the state of being whole and undivided. For instance, we say a ship has integrity when it doesn't have any holes or leaks and can safely sail. What we may discover as we practice responding to our challenges with wisdom and kindness is an inner sense of wholeness. Maybe that's what the Buddha meant when he spoke of the bliss of blamelessness. There's never been a better time than right now to practice kindness. Tolerating the sadness of the inevitable first arrow, we can respond to pain with compassion and wisdom rather than short-term but harmful second arrow strategies. The Buddha taught that the supreme virtue is patience. We need it with ourselves and our own habits as well as with others. We can hold ourselves with patience as we learn to respond to stress with kindness. This song, which I co-wrote with Lisa Zeiler, is a reflection on the benefits of choosing kindness and non-harming. It's called Virtue. What truly brings happiness, power, fortune, fame, striving for security, the ego's crazy game. We've been misled, we've been confused by greed's temptress. Hatred's fire The fruit of happiness Does not lie In meeting our desires Do no harm to other living beings Don't let us steal no use 
life was the bigger loan. Virtue itself won't bring material wealth, just a heart pure. A pure it is more than it seems, it's the seed of serenity, the strength to respond to suffering, the eyes to notice. podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by my brother, Ben Decker. For information about individual or group Dharma coaching sessions, classes, and live concerts, go to my website, evedecker.com. There, you can also buy and download music from any of my five albums. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Loved. We are loved. We are loved.